We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app good morning lee good morning tara oops that'll leave a mark kevin mccarthy (laughs) i love it Oh, I love it. Thank you, Representative Ralph Norman. Yep. He's one of the ones leading the charge there. Yeah. Slapdown of Kev. I can't stand Kevin McCarthy, as you know. Really, Tara? I had no idea. Well, I know it's hard to tell, okay? But, um, no, I can't, absolutely cannot stand this man. Um, I, I detest him with every fiber of my being. He is... A walking, talking example of everything that is wrong in this country and why we are going to lose our freedoms. Uh, this guy is an absolute walking disaster. And I want to thank Representative Ralph Norman for the courage that it has taken to oppose him. Thank you. Uh, he is one of our local, uh, con- big, you know, three local Congress members. Let me tell you where I fell out with Kev, as I call him, the ultimate sleazebag that he is. Um, and there have been there have been several spots along the way where I damn near tore my hair out. But my personal favorite was catching him on a phone call he didn't know was being recorded with Liz Cheney, who essentially is a Democrat, and Steve Scalise, another sleazebag. Um, and they were plotting out how they could censor other Republican members of Congress on social media. For questioning the results of the 2020 election. So it wasn't, hey, let's give them a call and have a talk with them. We disagree. It's let's just thug out with our intel agencies and go ahead and get them censored. And we're now learning um, that that a a bunch of officials on the Hill actually did censor um, people they didn't like. So they're just that this is what they do. If they disagree with you, they sit around and plot how to censor you. Other elected Republicans, okay? That's what you're dealing with here. And that is the kind of crap that Kevin pulls that gets people as angry as they are with him. They may not say what I'm saying right now, but that was an absolutely shocking drop. Not only did he do it, Lee, and get caught, he lied about it. He didn't know what. No, there's no phone call. I would never. Oh, God, there's tape. So um, in the first round, the story was simply reported and the audio wasn't put out. He lied and denied he did it. Why he would do that, I don't know. And then the, ta- the audio comes out uh, and there he is. So this is who he is. He's a thug. He's a creep. He's the kind of person who goes to social media. Instead of having a debate in his caucus and handling it like a big boy, he goes and gets people censored. 
off social media, as does apparently everybody in uh, Washington who's a member of the Uniparties. We're learning this morning from this latest Twitter files is absolutely jaw dropping. So that's Kevin McCarthy. For me personally, I think the last straw was just his gross incompetence on top of his gross corruption. He and uh, Mitch McConnell spent together more than $20 million trying to defeat conservatives in the primaries. So if you're wondering you know, why this stings, why they're fighting so hard, um, you take a look at Ralph Norman. Uh, and I'll never forget um, the interview I did with him the morning after he won, and I worked hard to get him elected and to beat the chamber money, to beat the Bush money, and to meet, beat the McCarthy money. And they had poured $700,000 into... Uh, Ralph Norman's district to defeat him because he's a conservative. This is money we can use against the Democrats, you know, to fight for freedom, preserve the Bill of Rights, do that silly stuff. No, no, no. There's Kevin McCarthy is so busy in the primary defeating conservatives, he doesn't have time to defeat the Democrats. And so, look, a lot of these activities he's done in the primaries, him and Mitch McConnell have targeted conservatives um, you know what? If you're not a conservative, if, if you're a moderate and really um, honestly closer to a Democrat, then just be that. Just be that. But don't go around and pretend yeah. to be a conservative for six weeks because you want to be speaker. I, I've got three things here. Number one, if McCarthy is such a brilliant politician, he should have had this sewn up to begin with because there was known to be opposition, yep. known to be for months before, even before the election, when they were th- thinking about a huge Republican majority, they were already talking about McCarthy being speaker, and there was already talk about the fact that there would be opposition to what he was doing. So he should have already um, been able to negotiate something where, at least on the second or third ballot, that uh, this should have uh, you know, been, been done and, and shouldn't really be an issue. And part of the reason he's struggling right now is because on simple things like Let's get a commitment that we're not going to fund the Department of Homeland Security when they want to use the money for flights of illegal immigrants, hotel rooms for illegal immigrants, um, all of that. We're not going to let them do that. We're going to defund that. And they can't even get agreements on stuff like that out of Kevin McCarthy. That's why he's having trouble. If he would make the deals, deals to not do something sleazy or something the you know, the, the lobbies want deals to do what the public voted to put him in office to do. Two, two other quick he points. He wouldn't have this problem. Th- this is what it looks like. The second point is this is what it looks like when conservatives fight for conservative values. Yeah, it's this great. is This I is what it. it looks like. I love it. This it is the it's process. Painful. This mm-hmm. There's nothing illegal or outside the rules. This is what the process is. This is what it looks like when you fight for conservative principles. And the third thing is, I am very disappointed in a lot of the Republican uh, and, well, I say conservative pundits out there that are decrying all those who are holding this up, voting against him, not going along with it, not getting this done. Oh, Biden's going to get his agenda. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. Where was the caterwauling about Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger being on that sham of a January 6th committee? Those two should have been run out of the party. Those two should have been told, you are not to caucus with us anymore. That's the kind of reaction that should have happened because they were absolute traitors to the party. Now, once again, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not getting all on board on the Republican Party thing. I, I, I am at this point, I, I see no other viable party for a conservative to be a part of at this point. So I'm not, you know, getting into the whole, 
you know, mainstream conservative thing. But the, the issue I've got, though, is that all these pundits are now decrying these conservatives who are standing up for themselves, who are fighting back against the mainstream, against the swamp, which McCarthy is a part of. And they're decrying these. Where was all that caterwauling about them, about Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and, and their ilk? Because there are a few others up there that were just the same, that were the never-Trumpers who are damaging the party, damaging the brand. And that's what you're accusing Norman and others of doing with this vote. And what you're seeing right now, and this is a good thing, okay, with three votes for Kevin McCarthy for speaker, um, and, and the amount by which he loses increases on each vote— yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. What you're watching is the disintegration of the Bush control of this party. That is why you were talking about Liz Cheney. Uh, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell were both Bush-era recruits, and there's a lot of rage left in the party over it because they would spend four hundred dollars to $700,000, as they did in Ralph Norman's district, trying to defeat you if you weren't for open borders. And so the, uh, the, the Bush name is so stained and destroyed that Bushes can't even win statewide in Texas anymore. P. Bush just went down in flames. It was a joy to watch after outspending his opponent four to one. And you need um, to- so, but but this, is, this is them. And for years, they terrorized conservatives in the primary, spent tons of money against them to make sure they didn't get elected. That's what this backlash is for, because these people know the second Kev's in power, he's going to come through the primaries and bushwhack these conservatives. Bushwhack so, them. You're just watching the disintegration of the Bush machine a little bit by little bit, and it's a good thing. And 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 to, I guess we should remind some of the maybe new listeners or those who are new to politics or are not you know old enough to remember, Liz Cheney is the daughter of the former vice president during the Bush administration. There is no reason she should have lost a primary in her home state. Yeah, that's I, how I mean, much if you the think Bush about that machine is and, hated. And, and Cheney is yeah. is mega rich and and connected. I mean, you know, he's part of the federal bureaucracy. So, you know, this is not some upstart congresswoman that uh, just decided that she was going to be a never-Trumper. No, no, this this is an entrenched Republican mainstream person who couldn't even win her primary after she did this. And yet, so w- the, the, the way these, these Bush people who are profoundly corrupt are trying to hold on to power. And keep in mind, George Bush just did a symposium on how— Republicans and conservatives in particular need to be censored on social media, right? So this is where they're coming. They're evil people. We are going to lose our country because of them. We are going to lose our Bill of Rights protections because of them. And they can't win elections anymore. They can't. That's what you just said, basically, Lee. I mean, Cheney can't win an election in, in her own state, right? So they're trying to reassert themselves in the last place that they have power. And that's at the top of the Senate and the House dictating uh, to... Uh, re- the Republican Party, what they can't get themselves elected to do. So look, this maddening with Kev, but it's also exciting. I'm watching the disintegration of the Bush machine, and I've said forever and ever, and the Federalists said it last week, they're so right, Molly Hemingway, we aren't going to be allowed to fight for our country until we get rid of Mitch McConnell, and that is the same with Kevin McCarthy. And look, here's the other thing, Lee, forget that. The absolute incompetence of Kevin McCarthy is so shocking. Do you know why Kevin McCarthy can't win right now? Do you remember how the Census Bureau stole six oh, yeah. seats for mm-hmm. the Democrats? Yeah. Which the Republicans said nothing. Yep, and he said nothing. We fit, They literally admitted that their census takers committed fraud, hundreds of them, um, thousands of them actually, um, only fired 300 of them, told nobody, and then waited till last summer to say, oh, hey, 
Yeah, we kind of had five districts that should have been majority Republican. We left them in majority Democrat states. So sorry about that. Kev not only didn't catch it, okay, he didn't catch it that these states that were losing population somehow were keeping Democrat seats and states that were gaining population like Florida and Texas uh, were not getting the seats. When the Census Bureau admitted, yeah, we still six seats for the Democrats, <laughs> so go through fraud. Because remember, they could have sent those census takers back out to redo it. They chose not to. They told no one until it was too late and the primaries had already been held. Kevin McCarthy said nothing. If he had those six seats, he might not even be fighting this fight right now. So, I mean, the absolute incompetence of allowing the Democrats using the census agency um, to commit fraud and steal seats, and he says nothing. So, I mean, this is what you're dealing with, the incompetence, the corruption, the Bush money, the war on conservatives and personal freedom, and the fact that he f- seems to think he feels entitled to just go ahead and censor members of his party on social media if he doesn't like them or fails to defeat them in the primary. I mean, this is just a mess. It's just it's a mess, and I love to see him humiliated. It's, it's fantastic. Is that wrong? Is that, I just have so much frustration at him. If he'd just get out of the way, we could save the country, have prosperity, have affordable energy, be able to put gas in our cars, afford uh, groceries, stop printing money, all the stuff that's hurting the average American. It comes down to this race. This is not just party politics, but enough on that. All right, we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, and this is one heck of a rainstorm. I'm inside a building, inside a building. It's very padded in here, you know, because we do radio. And, oh, man, I can, can I hear it? That means it's got to be really, really strong out there. If you're out there driving, please be careful. What a mess. Flash floods and the rest. All right. So anybody watch the UFC? I'm forced to watch the UFC. It's practically mandatory in my house. It's my husband's. Into it. His dad is actually into some fighters, not all of them. Uh, but when his fighters fight, he's he's watching. So I know all about Dana White. You know who Dana White is. You know who he is. He's got these like big arms, these big like pythons. You know what I'm saying? You can tell he works out, right? So <laughs> he's out for New Year's Eve with his wife, right? And they look like it's a video search. They look like they're having a good time. I mean, I don't I don't mean I'm reading it wrong. It goes downhill from there. There's a point I'm getting to. Stick with me for a sec. And they start arguing. And me, 
She, you should see the pythons on this dude. I mean, this guy's got arms. They start arguing, and she hauls off and slaps him. I mean, bam! Right across the face. Ouch. What's the headline say this morning? Dana White, who once said you don't bounce back from putting your hands on a woman, hits his wife at a club. Okay, so reading this, and this is outrage. They want him to resign from the UFC. Now, if Dana White were a liberal who went along with all their nonsense, they wouldn't care, right? Because they, they never care what these liberal men do, right? But he's not, and he's been a Trump fan. He's been open about that. So, you know, they, they're trying to take him down. So you see all these headlines. I don't know if you've seen this. And, and, and the liberal media is demanding Dana White resign, and it's all very much a shame. And, yeah, so, you know, my husband and I are sitting there. we got to see the video, right? I mean, it's the ultimate UFC fight, Dana White versus his wife, right? So we're expecting to see this guy being a brute, right? We're like, ah, oh, he's done. And then we turn on, and there she is, bam, right across his face. And we're like, oh. She hits him back. She hits him. He hits her back, but let me tell you, it's controlled. Like, he could have put her through a window if he wanted to. He could have smashed her face if he wanted to. She, he didn't hit her as hard as she hit him. Well, she didn't like that, so she hits him back. Bam! I don't know what goes on in that house. Yeah. So now everybody wants Dana White to resign. Now, I, I, hold on. I don't, I, I don't know what hope. Whoa. Stop. Let's, let's stop for a minute. Right? So, all, so all the right liberals are outraged. Say what you He's a woman beater. Well, no, 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 no. Did not the Olympic Committee, right? These people are all on board. The, you know, the, the Olympics. Did not the Olympic Committee take the stand for the last year? There is no difference between men and women. None whatsoever. And say in their own press statement, they will not acknowledge a difference between men and women when it comes to competition. Okay, this so outraged uh, the leaders of various sports. They had to walk it back a little. And they said, well, we're still not going to acknowledge there's a difference between men and women. But we will go on a case-to-case basis um, in deciding, you know, which men who claim they're women get to participate in women's sports, right? Huh? There you go. She hit him first. No difference between men and women, right? I mean, you could be canceled for suggesting there's a difference between men and women. It's the official position of the Olympics. So why should Dana White resign? He's just defending himself. I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. I, I, a decade ago, I would have done this segment completely different, but this is where we are as a society. So no. 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 Dana White shouldn't resign. He was just defending himself. There's no difference between a man and a woman. Now, in this picture I'm looking at right now, you look at those, py- my husband calls them pythons. I don't know. He and my boys work out, so that's what they, they want their pythons. Whatever. You look at his arm. I mean, his arm's probably twice the size of a usual guy's arm. I am not kidding. And her arm, much smaller. But, you know, and you can see that right there in the picture. But we must deny. So, hey. Never mind his arms are twice as thick as hers. We're supposed to pretend we can't see that. Right? No difference. So, guys, wife slaps you, slap her back. Yeah, but Dad put her through a window or the wall. Hey, 
We're supposed to deny physics, science, and biological reality. So, hey, you know what? Now I'm standing up for Dana White. This, you know, this is getting increasingly absurd, folks. This is like two weeks ago when I had to stand up with that poor, that poor mother. She let her eight, eight, eighth, eighth grade son get tattooed. Big tattoo. Nasty one, too. Right to like from the elbow down to the wrist. And normally I'd say that's child abuse. But, uh, and, and, and the whole country was outraged. For some reason, that story got a ton of hits. What a terrible mom. How you figure? Well, not, I mean, if she had just wanted to put him on puberty blockers and sterilize him for the rest of his life in the eighth grade, everybody would have applauded. Yay! Well, that's kind of permanent sterility. So is a tattoo. What's your point? If you can, if you if you can consent to being sterilized with puberty blockers, and agree to wind up with osteoporosis by the time you're twenty, so if you get in a car wreck, your spine might snap. And you can consent to that in the eighth grade. Well, then why can't you consent to a tattoo? I was outraged. They sent her to prison or jail. I think she's headed to prison. Child abuse. They took the kid. I don't know why. Look, folks, if we're going to live by these standards, then we should live by them. So long hail Dana White, king of UFC. And, you know, to his credit, she hit him twice. He only hit her once. So there's that. I can't believe this stuff is coming out of my mouth, but hey, it's 2023. Duke Power, give me a break. Give me a break. Folks, this, this is serious, okay? This is a not joking around thing. And Duke Power is out there now trying to explain why this happened. And Dave Walsh, who's an energy markets expert, isn't having it. And let me lay out how serious this is, okay? You need to read the piece because, because they're beginning to kill people. This is not a small... They're beginning to kill people. DeRoy Murdoch did a piece on this. Wall Street Journal, ran in Jewish World News, all over, a lot of places. It's headline, Dem Gasophobia Will Kill Americans, and it is killing Americans. And he said it's, it's very simple. What is going on here? They're banning new natural gas excess in scores of places. And they're replacing old access with solar and wind. And then they run around and act like it's a big mystery why it went down. It's also very confusing. No, it's not. No, it's not. And they're doing it again. The mainstream media covers for them, too. Why do they cover for them? Because if the public knew the truth that their policies were beginning to kill because of climate change, people would be outraged. And it's happening right here. I mean, absolutely shocking story that we had yesterday of a guy in Anderson. During that rolling blackout, it killed him. They found him where he collapsed on his way uh, to the oxygen that he needed. 
Headline, man dies on Christmas Eve after power outage turns off oxygen machine. So now they're doing the thing. I warned you yesterday they would do. Oh, it's so confusing. It was just our first rolling blackout. So special. Who knows what caused. Well, it's just confluence. It's going to happen again. And again. And again. And again. This is just the first time this one. It's going to happen again. And they'll have a long list of very confusing sounding reasons. And then in the summer when we hit big heat patches, they're going to have another list of long Confusing things. And people will die. Crawling toward their oxygen for their last breath. South Carolina man, this is uh, WBT. V died on Christmas Eve after power outage during a freezing freezing temperature shut off his oxygen machine. Sorry. Should have tra- checked with Duke on Twitter. Maybe he wouldn't have died. Just no apology. And there's no truth about what's causing it. Well, DeRoy Murdoch's got to figure it out. He quotes fossil future author Alex Epstein with these with fossil future. The root cause of our grid's reliability problems is simple. America is shutting down too many reliable power plants and replacing them with inconsistent wind and solar facilities. Bingo. Half the excess capacity that Duke Power's had in the last 10 years is solar. How many hours a day does that work? Six tops, usually around four. If you're lucky, some days it doesn't work at all. And then what happens on those days it doesn't work? Oh, you use your last dying breath to crawl for your oxygen machine and you don't make it. You don't make it. But that's not a really good sounding public statement, isn't it? So we just lie. That was, uh, uh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Here's Dave Walsh talking about what's actually going on with Duke Energy and why we had our first ever historic brownout. However, this is going to become the norm. So, I mean, if you got real cold temperatures, you need to make plans to survive. If you're on oxygen, you got family coming, you want to cook them a meal? <laughs> Don't. This is where we're going. Here's Dave Walsh on Duke uh, on uh, Duke Energy. Here we go. Both on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, acknowledgedly by the company in their public admission of lack of the energy to serve lack of enough capacity to serve the demand they were getting for electricity, which is is unheard of in this country. It's unheard of that we now have reserve margins so low that uh, on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, and this is going to repeat as yep. the weather gets this cold again, and it will, uh, shortages of electricity, basic shortages, because of the over-adoption of solar, in the case of North Carolina specifically. If you live in the Duke service area and you depend on oxygen, you're going to need to make other plants if you would like to live. They don't want to tell you that. I'm here to tell you that because I love you guys. They don't want to live in reality. That's reality. Why is that? According to DeRoy Murdoch and Wall Street Journal. It's very simple. Um, Enviro know-it-alls hate natural gas and Duke has given into that. It's not just Duke though. There's about 21% um, of our energy that comes from these big conglomerates, these big um, outlets like Duke, and they've given into the Enviro wackos. They've canceled pipelines into New England. They've scotched new residential and commercial hookups and gas appliances from LA, New York City, San Francisco, 74 other cities. You can't move the power when they need to buy it. That's a nationwide thing that the Democrats and the EPA have done. If the gasophobes prevail, he writes millions more Americans will have electricity, but no natural gas, and they'll die. And he said, look, you know, in Buffalo alone, in Erie County, they, I mean, nine were killed by this. You just die in your home. That's where we are. That's considered a climate victory. 
to climate victory. So here's Dave Walsh explaining. He's talking about North Carolina because that's where Duke's out of. Uh, but some of us here have Duke in South Carolina. This is not a beat up Duke. This They're not the only ones doing this. The federal government, Democrats, the EPA, uh, and all these lobbyist groups have put the screws to them. And so now they and the media are trying to cover up what actually happened here. But here's what actually happened. And you'll hear Dave end this with the truth. And that's this. When you replace... When, when you add the capacity and it is solar, it's a crapshoot. If sun's out, old dude Anderson doesn't die. Sun's not out, you die crawling for your oxygen machine. It's how you go. It now appears, specifically, North Carolina alone had over half a million people out of service for hours the day of Christmas Eve, the day of Christmas Day, due to the abnormally cold temperatures, but mainly because, in their own words, they didn't have the capacity of electrons in the system in generation space to serve the demand they were getting. Bingo. LG&E up in uh, southern Ohio and Kentucky, the same thing. Uh, so we're getting reports from across the country that there may have been millions of people out of service and utilities acknowledging that it wasn't because of frozen lines or power plants that went offline due to the cold, it was because they simply now lack the capacity to have met the peak demand on those days. That You've got a now situation where so much renewable power has been absorbed, and it's, and it's if solar four hours, five hours a day, if wind seven hours a day, very intermittent inside of that, so many baseload assets have now been shuttered, coal and nuclear specifically, yep. and replaced with renewables, that now we have very skinny reserve margins for utilities now unable to cope with the coldest and in the summer it will be also the hottest time periods when electricity demand is at peak none of this is in storage electricity is like the hamster wheel the hamster wheel has to be running all of the time to produce electricity in the system to keep it full of electrons it's a millisecond by millisecond thing so if you don't have the generation capacity running every second of the day you're out of power immediately. That's the problem. Like North Carolina, about half of their new yeah. capacity installed has been solar in the last 10 years. So they badly lack continuous duty, load, constant electricity. Half their additional capacity is solar. That's what they don't want to tell you because the enviros would be all over them. It's not just Duke. It's all over the country. And that's why. And it's going to happen again. It's not going to change. Until we go back to reliable carbon based electricity and decide we're not going to live like the third world. Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. Text to rights, hey, tear up. Power companies should apply rolling blackouts only to Democrat socialist voters. I'm going to make a prediction about Duke. This was their first, as you heard Lee report in the news, uh, rolling blackout. Brownouts, they call them. So it's controlled blackouts, brownouts, whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. It's not going to be the last this year. Probably won't even be the last this quarter. We're going to have at least one in the summer. I'm just predicting this. We're going to have at least one more during cold weather. 
because they don't have the capacity to provide people who need it for life with electricity because they've sold out to the the climate crew. And again, this is not just me picking on Duke. That's not the point. While you see these the smaller municipal power providers, um, they have a lot more leeway to resist the climate thuggery. But, you know, folks like Duke have changed their priorities, as Dave Walsh explained, and they are now thoroughly giving in to the climate change masters. And the problem with that is um, that energy has to be transferred as soon as it's created. We haven't figured out a way to store it. So if you're replacing natural gas, which can, you know, no problem, run around the clock. We've had this technology for many decades. You're replacing that with solar, which is only available four to six hours a day on the days it's actually available. Some days there's none. You're going to go down. You're going to go down in particular during times when the sun's not out. So, like, if you're trying to survive the Duke power, you know, provision protocols here, you're trying, because people are. I mean, they killed killed a guy in Anderson. You need to make sure that you have a way to go somewhere that Duke doesn't run, that Duke doesn't supply the power for, or you have some kind of backup for the hours the sun's not out. They're not going to tell you that. But I will. And if this poor man in Anderson had known that, he might be alive today. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And they're not going to tell you the truth. Uh, Not fully anyway. They're going to speak in kind of coded weird terms about running out of electrocarbons. Because they don't want the electro, you know, the the environmental lobby all over them for the telling telling the truth. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.